real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Guest Berry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. Alright, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and we have a great guest here uh, with us today, uh, and Tamson Fidel. Tamson, welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, Tamson, you, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't think I have enough time to go through everything you've done, because you have a, a colorful career to date. Oh, you're kind. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being truthful. Uh, you're a news anchor, author, uh, you're an all-around creative soul, and that's just scratching the surface from what I gather. Yeah, I, well, I stay busy, that's what I say. In a given day, I get up at 2 in the morning, so I figure that I've got a lot of hours in the day, right? Uh, yeah, you think. <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you, uh, you're, you're a, uh, an anchor at uh, Pix11 Mornings, on the Pix11 Morning Show. I sure am, yeah. I start today about uh, 2.15 in the morning, and we hit the air at 4 a.m., and we're on the air from 4 to 9, so that's what I, that's my morning job. Okay. Uh, sometimes I go out and shoot stories to uh, celebrity interviews, or uh, you know, I always like to feature amazing entrepreneurial women. I always find uh, some, you know, some of the things I'm going to do are just amazing, and um, businesses they built from the ground up or started in their basement. So that's my focus, and of course I like... Uh, Social media is one of my favorite things to do, so I have a, a segment called Hampton's Talk around the air after I get done anchoring uh, 4 to 6. So from 6 to 9, we talk about kind of, you know, concepts of the day, trends of the day, questions of the day. That's And you start at 2.15 in the morning, right? 2.15, I get out of bed, yep. Oh, man. That's where it begins. And then your day just continues on. Oh, it keeps going, going. Everyone always asks uh, what time I get up. I go to bed. But, you know what, I, I don't, because I live in New York, it's hard to go to bed early. So, anyway, I just, you know, I have a few hours and I say I'll, I'll sleep one day, I promise. Yeah, you, you will later on. There's no time for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I empathize, sympathize, I everything. Of course, of course. Uh, but, you know, you, you, you're on Pix11 now, but your career... You know, uh, why don't you tell us how you, you, you got involved in uh, in the media? Oh, sure. Uh, you know, I was I was interested in radio, actually, when I was in uh, college. I, re I really liked radio, and I liked uh, what it could do, and I interned at a radio station in St. Petersburg and ran around uh, Tampa, St. Pete, and Clearwater with a little, uh, you know, microphone and, um, and uh, trying to chase down stories. But anyways, I started from radio and uh, doing all new formats there and then realized that, you know, I was really interested in television. I did an internship and then decided you know, journalism was the career I wanted in life. And so I sent out a bunch of tapes. A lot of stations are still laughing about them. I never got responses. But I did get a response from Oak Hill, West Virginia. Okay. And they said, come on down. You can be our reporter, photographer, anchor, producer, whatever you want. Uh, but you had to do all of it because it's a small market. And so that's where I started. And, um, you know, my... My goal was always New York City. So uh, through the years, I went to different markets, Pittsburgh, um, Orlando, and a um, couple, of, couple of cities, actually, in West Virginia and Philadelphia, and then ended up in New York City. So here I am, and I've been here since 2004, and I started at the CBS station here and then moved over to WPIX about uh, three and a half years ago. Okay. Well, you're... Like you're uh, you're giving broad strokes on uh, on your your career to date, but I know you've yeah. done some some heavy stuff. You've traveled to Afghanistan. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, you know, my career started as kind of just doing general assignment reporting, and then it moved into uh, being part of an investigative unit. You know, where we were um, tracking down people who were doing bad things. And then um, when I went to work for uh, the CBS station out of Philadelphia, I traveled to Afghanistan in 2002 with the troops to report on the war and was embedded in troops and then um, went to several Air Force bases in Germany and London uh -huh. uh, during Operation During Freedom. So that was, you know, it was a really, a really a pivotal moment because, um, you know, I was there before anyone had even heard the terms embedding with the troops. And um, and so it was, you know, right after 9-11 and we were still very new being over there and, um, changed my life. It really, really did. Only, you know, for a few short weeks, but really changed my life. I went around Kabul and um, Kandahar and uh, really, you know, really saw a different world that, you know, I, I don't think I would have had the chance to do had I not been in 
had not been a journalist. And, um, yeah, so it was pretty amazing. I think had you not uh, really put yourself on the line to to get deeply involved in the uh, journalism field, because if you didn't go and take that crazy gig, you wouldn't be where you are right now. Yeah, no, not at all. And I, um, you know, it's funny, I would never have thought I would have, you know, been going over to a war. I even had a hard time telling my dad, um, you know, like, hey, hey, I just want you to know, I'm going into a war zone. And we, you know, we went on a military flight in and, uh, you know, talking with people who are there and talking with the military and, you know, being away from family for months and months at a time. But, um, you know, it was a lot of work to get there, and I think that it, it changed my perspective on a lot of things when I came back. It was nice. I'm always very, very appreciative of that. You know, try not to take anything for granted uh, in terms of what we have here because we uh, live in a very different world. They you know, over there. I mean, you definitely set a, a great example for anyone, man, woman, or child, uh, to, to go after their dreams, and that's basically what you were doing. Thank you. Yeah, I really, uh, I, I wasn't sure what they were initially, and then once I realized it, I, I realized that that's, you know, that's what I wanted to do, and I uh, read every book, watched every, you know, news anchor that I, you know, wanted to emulate, and, uh, you know, you, you know, you work those crazy hours, everyone says, like, oh, you're working on your master's degree when you're uh, first two years out of school. Uh -huh. I, I think I did that like the first 10 out of school. But, um, you know, just worked hard because it was really what I wanted to do. And New York was my ultimate dream uh, to get here and, you know, be in the you know, number one city for, for this field anyway. And uh -huh. um, so I feel very blessed to be doing that every day. Every day is different. It's what I've always liked about the news business. Um, never bored. And, um, you know, I meet amazing, amazing people. And I've been I feel very, very blessed, actually. Yeah, being, being able to do that. Well, you've 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 interviewed and and been you know face to face with some of the biggest names, not only in the U.S. but you know worldwide. Yeah, yeah, I have, and I uh, every once in a while I I think I'm like, oh, what, did I did I say anything stupid or what? What did I say? <laughs> but um, you know, people's stories are what drives me. I I I really embrace them from you know so around the forum, you know, lived in neighborhood for 50 years to, you know, U.S. presidents. And I think that there, there, there are people everywhere that add something to your life, some dimension. And, um, you know, if there are people that are newsmakers or, or even if they're just people that are living their life, they have, they have a story to tell. Everybody really does have one, yeah, well, uh, you, no matter where you are. So. Well, that's the, that's the truth, you know, and same, same reason why I do what I do. You know, you want to be able to, to lay the groundwork and tell the stories that maybe – you normally won't hear. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think that, um, you know, it's all about asking questions at the end of the day. Everybody's curious, and um, and everybody has their own life experience. And if you can either learn from them or be inspired by them uh -huh. or and prevent a problem from happening by just listening to a life experience or just lend an ear, yeah. uh, that's always, you know, something that I've, that I've liked, being, you know, being able to do. Yeah, and it's a form of therapy, I guess. <laughs> it, it feels like it sometimes. It, I, sometimes I wonder if I turn the tables and they're listening to my complaints. But, you know, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, but you, let me ask you, you, when you were at CBS, obviously I, I've seen you on, uh, on on the CW11, on PIX11, and you seem to be having a lot more fun. Oh, I do. You know, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a news program, but there's also lifestyle involved in it because it's a five-hour show. Right. And that's really nice, and it's something that um, was really attractive to me because after I got back and I uh, had done time as an investigative reporter, I went overseas, had worked in the news field for a long time. I think I needed to take a breath, you know, and um, and it was nice to be able to have a little bit of everything combined in the show. So, you know, whether it's a money segment or it's, it's tech and, uh, you know, or great authors or celebrities or newsmakers or politicians, we get a little taste of everything, so the morning is never dull. And, um, you know, I think the audience likes that, and I think we have a, it's a very, um, you know, it's a New York station, and it's a, I wasn't born or raised in New York City, but I'll tell you what, when I tell people I work at PIX, they, they say, they're like, PIX is games, me, PIX, 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 or, you know, they, the people know the station, and, um, you know, it has, it has its, its place here, uh -huh. and it's, it's kind of its own, you know, its own culture, and I like that, and I appreciate the, um, you know, the background that it has. Yeah, it's a little less stuffy than uh, the major networks, without a doubt. Oh yeah, it definitely is, and you know we have a we have a fun group that we work with every day, and uh, we get up early, so you have to either have a lot of caffeine or really just get along, and uh, we really just get along, and it's nice. It's, um, 
you know, it, there's a close-knit feeling to it like I experienced when I was in smaller markets, and there's something refreshing about that because, um, you know, I've been to stations where nobody talks, everybody goes home to the family, and that's it. And here, you know, I can, I can genuinely say, you know, there are people that I consider friends, and, and I think that that's hard to find nowadays. Uh, in your work environment because people are all going separate ways or they're sitting on their Facebook page or they're, you know, doing their Twitter account. So I, I do appreciate that uh, because to come in that early in the morning, you want to have somebody that, you know, you look forward to seeing every day. Yeah, but and, it's uh, like a marriage, kind of. Yeah, it is exactly <laughs> like a marriage, trust me. It's, uh, you know, and then there's a bunch of little kids running around and there's crazy aunts and uncles and, they're, you know, it's a, it's a big, you know, family. That's what it is. Yeah, but that's a good feeling when you get up in the morning and go to work knowing that, hey, you know, you actually have real friends uh, at the office. Yeah, it's really nice. And, you know, and everybody helps each other out, whether someone's moving or, you know, there's a going away. And, you know, we've had people come and go and people are, you know, genuinely excited that somebody is, you know, promoted to a job that they want or, you know, they're leaving to have a baby. And that's a nice thing to be able to do, it. you know, in a, in a number one market in the country where, you know, you know, most of the people you would think are um, established, don't have to worry about who they're sitting next to, and, you know, they're just doing their own thing. They're genuinely involved in, in your life. And um, I think this is good because it also it brings a lot of people in. You know, it is it is a station that is a stop through for a lot of the major celebrities that come through, a lot of the, you know, big newsmakers that come through, uh, that come through the area. And so that's kind of a cool thing because, um you know, at the other stations, if you're at a little station in New York, usually the network handles that. But uh, being at Channel 11, we actually handle that. So that's a really uh, interesting part of it. That makes it well, you guys are ha you're hands-on, pretty much. Oh, yeah, we're hands-on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now, you being, uh, when you were at, uh, I don't know if you were at CBS or, I think you were at CBS, but you, uh, you're an Emmy Award winner. Yeah, I um, yeah. I, yeah, I won an award. I was in the EBS family, but I was based in Philadelphia at the time, actually, uh -huh. uh, and did some investigative work with regard to the horse carriages that were in the area okay. and the treatment of the, the carriages there. And then um, also, it wasn't an Emmy. Well, that was an Emmy that I won, and then the other award I won was by the uh, National Air Disaster Foundation uh, post 9/11 in uh, Methodist and I did, you know, did a number of things with the airport there to help improve aviation safety in Philadelphia, Philadelphia International Airport. So that was a, that was an amazing part of it because, you know, everybody was kind of learning as you go, like, what's the PSA? What does that stand for? And what do they do? And what do we have to do with security? And so it was, you know, the whole new world. Yeah. And uh, we were really, you know, part of it, and I feel like we were really – I had a, the privilege to work alongside a great producer – and we were really instrumental in doing some things that I think really improved aviation safety across the board and are still in place today. Well, there you go. And that's why you have yeah. an award for it. You know, people recognize it, which is great. Yeah, they really did. And so that was a, it was a nice thing to have, definitely. Okay. Now now moving forward from okay. from that, okay, <laughs> and, and, and also just, just touching on the media again, you know, beyond your, what you're doing at PIX, you, you, you were on some reality show. Yeah, I had a um, reality show for a short time in Lifetime called Match to Manhattan based on a matchmaking business that um, I was a co-founder co of. And, um, and you yeah, still have a business called The Love Consultants. And so that was kind of fun. I did more of the image consulting, you know, uh, with that and kind of building women's self-esteem. But um, that, was a, that was a short little stint, but it was a lot of fun, which uh, you know, allowed me to be some interesting, crazy characters. But... Um, yeah, New York is a place where it's not easy to date, and so to be able to help the women here and help the guys here is, is always fun. And um, you know, it's a completely different hat than the one that I wore when I was at CBS and that I wear currently at WPX. But I think, you know, in this day and age, you can do a little bit of everything, and it's okay. People uh, are okay with that. I, I don't think it's like it used to be where you can only do one thing and that's it at the end of the day. No, you have to be multifaceted, without a doubt. You can't just be one-dimensional. Yeah, you have two in the morning. You got more time, huh? Yeah, you have a little more time, and and I don't know. I, I guess come like two o'clock in the afternoon, your sanity starts going another direction. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm a big uh, yoga person, so that keeps me a little bit grounded. But yeah, still a little insane by that time, no question whatsoever. Well, with that with, with that spare time after the uh, the show's uh, done. You dive into a lot of things. You are an author, and I want to talk about your books. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, why hasn't he called? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. You're the guy. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wrote uh, two books, Why Has He Called and Why Has He Proposed. And, you know, really based on women asking those questions, that's the truth of it. Uh, they were kind of originally going to just be sort of tip books of, you know, different tips on, on dating, love, and relationships. And it wound up... Um, you know, the McGraw-Hill publishing company said, you know, well, wh what's the biggest question that women ask? And immediately I was like, why ask not call? And they said, well, why do they ask that question? I go, because guys never call. And so that wound up being the name of the book. And um, that was the first one. And then they said, well, we want to do a second one because the first one did really well. So, you know, it was kind of, it was a fun book to write. And then um, they said, uh, well, what's the next question? I said, well, usually they're in a relationship, so why ask he propose? So, like, you know, it came pretty simple because it was pretty organic, actually, in terms of, uh, you know, that's just kind of real life. So those were fun books to write. And, um, you know, and to, this, to this day, they still always get a kind of a chuckle and a reaction. Well, um, because you're, you're talking about reality. Maybe not from the guys, but <laughs> the women like it. <laughs> well, because you're talking about reality. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Very, very much so. Yeah, because, you know, women, I mean, women and men, they, they everyone's dating and... Especially in New York, it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. And it's, uh, you know, and everyone thinks the Internet's made it easier. I think the Internet's given you more options. Yep. I don't really know that it's made anything any easier. So, uh, you know, listen, this is the, the age-old question is the reason Sex in the City was such a popular show, because it was so true to life. And uh, at the end of the day, to be able to be part of that is kind of cool. I, mean, I think that's great stuff, you know. And I'm yeah. sure I'm sure everyone... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure everyone uh, adheres to it because, again, you know, yeah, why hasn't he called? I mean, I, I never thought about it until I, until I saw the title. <laughs> well, they said, what's the next one? I said, why hasn't he left, I guess, is the next one. I don't know. we got to figure out the name. <laughs> well, why hasn't he left? Because he feels threatened. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, that's the next book. I don't know. Oh, my God. Too funny. Too funny. All right. We'll be right back.
If you're having trouble paying your mortgage, chances are you may have already heard from a con artist. They may guarantee to save your home and ask you to pay a fee up front, but that will make your housing situation go from bad to worse. The fact is, if you're facing foreclosure, worried about being behind on your mortgage, or just want to know more about avoiding scams like these, free help is available. Find out more at ftc.gov slash your home. That's ftc.gov slash your home. A message from the Federal Trade Commission. The Ultimate Martial Art Experience, Action Martial Arts Magazine Hall of Fame, January 25th and 26th this year. Don't miss it. Bigger and better than ever. More stars, more people, bigger rooms. We're expanding everything. Friday night parties, seminars, so be there. Need to call me? 718-856-8070 and I'll tell you more. It's our last errand today, Jimmy. Just need to pick up some light bulbs. Whoa, there's so many. Did Grandma tell you which ones to buy? No, but check out the label on this package. It'll help us find the right bulbs. Does it really matter? Well, sure. The new light bulbs use a lot less energy, so we save money on our electric bill by using an energy-saving incandescent, CFL, or LED. How about this bulb? Now, let's see. We need to replace the 60-watt bulbs in our bedside lamps. That one is 800 lumens, so it should do the trick. I've never heard of lumens. Lumens tell us how bright the light is. The more lumens, the brighter the bulb. You know, Grandpa, you're a pretty bright guy. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty smart yourself, Jimmy. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy.
Funhouse is going to be a hard, a hard show to top, but that's my job. That's what I have to figure out. Whether I have to light myself on fire and shoot myself out of a cannon, that's what I have to do. I have to figure it out. And that's the fun part for me. I had a lot left over from my last breakup with my current husband, baby daddy. So it's just kind of all over the place. And it's fun. I was having a lot of fun. I think that's a new thing for me. I was just having a lot more fun than I've ever had before. And I think production-wise, it's a lot more interesting. And the musicality, I, I feel like I raised the bar for myself. I've got another headache again I think the way that the way that Willow has inspired my music is that uh, the easiest way I can explain it is I used to be very dramatic and I'm not at all anymore. And I used to wake up and be like, ah, oh, what do I have to do today? And I don't feel good. Maybe I have cancer. I used to just be really dark, and now I'm like, I wake up and check her pulse and make sure she's not having a temperature and then we dance and we dance and we dance and we dance and we go on bike rides and we dance some more and everything's a song and it's just a lot more fun. It's gonna be legend. Wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the second half of that word is dairy. But now, uh, I mean, you've, you've done that and you're also involved in uh, fashion. Uh, I am, you know, it's always been a huge part of what I've done with, you know, in, in regard to the television industry, even with matchmaking, image consulting was what, what my focus was primarily uh, in that business. And, um, and, you know, even in the books, getting fashion advice. And, you know, I've learned so much from the different people who have come in, like, you know, how to, do, how to do things on a budget, how to do things cheap, how to, you know, I, on the air I wear $15 dresses some days. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that can be done. It doesn't mean you have to spend lots of money. It just means you have to um, know how to put it together a little bit, and I've been able to learn that over the years. And um, the newest thing I'm involved in is a, a, the start of an accessories line or a lifestyle line, actually with uh, jewelry with my cousin. And so uh, the name of the company is called Shanson. Uh, her name is Shannon. Shannon Elizabeth is an actress. And uh, we were first cousins in Texas. And that's where we grew up. And we came, you know, we went our separate ways kind of doing our careers and then came together as adults and said, you know, we both had a real interest in jewelry. And we would go around New York City walking around the street fairs and picking up crazy pieces and stuff. And I said, gosh, we should just have our own line. She said, oh, my God, I've always wanted that. So we started uh, making, you know, putting together, you know, our ideas and names. And, and a jewelry line was born. And so it's very, very new. It's still definitely in its infancy stages. Um, but, it's, you know, it started, and we've gotten some press on it already. And we're just going to keep going from there. And I uh, hope people like it and hope that it's just the very beginning of, you know, of, of something a little bit bigger. We wanted it to have meaning and wanted each piece to stand for something. And so, uh, you know, on the website, if each one of the stones has different properties, that mean different things. So if you need strength or you need healing or you need, you know, whatever it is, whatever it means to you, each gemstone has a different property. And, um, and what they're, you know, we uh, go into what they're made up of and, uh, you know, what they can do for you. And so we've had some great feedback from it, and I hope it just, you know, continues to see them. Well, you know it's going to continue to grow. You know, I, hope so. it is I know it's going to, and the reason I know is because of how you are as a person. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're very kind. Well, you're driven. You're, you're driven. I'm, I'm driven. It's uh, tiring, but <laughs> to yeah. those around me. But um, yeah, I feel like you know you come around once, and um, you, you better do what you want to do while you're here. Well, you have to. Be, you, ha you definitely have to. And, you, and as I said, you're driven, and that is what inspires people when you have no more to give you give more yeah i i i, I agree with you you know i um and you know, people say like, how do you do it all they're, they're going to go home and sleep and i 
No, I don't right now. And so, uh, you know, while I'm, you know, I think it's about keeping, you know, staying organized. I, I try not to have any more than um, five things in my plate at a time in terms of, you know, whatever that is. Whether, you know, one of them is my job, one of them is the jewelry line, one of them is my, you know, personal life. Whatever it is, I try to have it in five. I think that's a, that's a good number for me. And I'm um, like balance and I'm on a good handle mentally. And uh, so that's how I kind of stay organized. I have a five so you you do it in fives where most people do it in one or two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, five's my number. Oh my God! Well, you know, you, I mean, if if five's your number, you know, I I have no doubt that everything you touch is going to continue to. You know, expand, explode, grow, and get the attention that it deserves. Because uh, again, I'm just looking at. I looked at your your uh, your line. I looked at some of the things that you've done, and I was impressed. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I, uh, you know, I I hope that uh, you know, I, I just think you're supposed to leave something when you you go. And you know, I hope I have. I I lost my mom at a very young age, and so I think that it made me very motivated to try to live life to the very very fullest. Um, and so I hope that's what I do every day and, you know, be good to the people that are around you and they're good to you. I couldn't do it with a, yeah, I couldn't do it without like a lot of really great people in my life. And I definitely have some great people in my life, so I feel, I feel blessed about that. You know, you're very humble. Uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, think, I think you have to be, right? Yeah, you have to <laughs> you know, be. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's no, you know, there's, you know, you, you think you're so great and then you can find 50 people who are, are doing greater things, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's charity work across the, you know, I feel like I never do enough, yeah. so, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I'll just tell you a, a quick story. I was on the, the train <laughs> uh, last week, and I saw a, uh, I saw someone, and I was having a bad day. I saw okay. some guy talking to himself, and you know what I thought? I started laughing myself. I said, you know what? Things aren't that bad. Yep, yep, exactly right. I, I couldn't agree with you more, you know, it's, those things that kind of bounce it back into perspective that, you know, that keep you going. Yeah. I mean, on the days that I, you know, I'm crabby, but I'm like, oh, I need more coffee. I can't. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm lucky I'm able to drink. I'm lucky I'm able to get coffee. I'm lucky, you know, there's so many things. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you say thankful for, you know, say thank you for that at the end of the day, you don't have time to complain, I don't think. No, you, you put things in perspective. You put yourself in check. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, it's super, super important. Uh, somebody told me a long time I was an intern. Uh, he said to me, Tanson, uh, always remember this. If you're in this business, for every one person that loves you, ten hate you. And if you keep that in mind, you'll always stay humble. And mm. I said, is that true? And she goes, I don't know if it's true or not, but always keep it in mind. And I really always have. Like, that was the one piece of advice that I always had. If nothing should go to your head. You're never, you know, you know, no one's better than anybody else. Everybody, you know, does great things. And um, you know, so she really, you know, she changed my life. And that's why uh I try to take as many interns as possible, and I have over the years, and, um, because I think you have to, you know, you have to pass it on and, mm-hmm. and move it forward. And that's the only way to do things. Well, I think that's fantastic. Well, because you, 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 what you're giving is opportunity. Well, sure, and I, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of fun because I have some of my interns that are now currently working in New York, so that's sort of neat, uh, you know. They were they were young uh, you know they're young college students and now they're you know they're right here working in New York City, so that's kind of cool to know that you did that. And I don't you know I don't have kids of my own, so that's a nice to see and uh, no a nice place to get back. Well, I mean, and, and it, it comes in handy when you have to move. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out well. I didn't think of that. Yeah, see, you got to keep that in mind. I never thought of that. Yeah, you, you got to hit them up when you when you have a big move coming on. <laughs> I remember who made your career. Yeah. No, but I think I think it's fantastic that you you open up the doors of opportunity for people that normally wouldn't have that opportunity. You know, maybe uh, well, maybe it's because of what you've been through. I think if someone did it for me, you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be it. I wouldn't have. Uh, I don't think I'd have been. I don't know. I think I would have been too scared to, to move forward if somebody hadn't helped me. Uh, you know, help me get there. I remember when I told my father I was moving to West Virginia to get a job in television. And he's like, what? Where? You don't even know where West Virginia is on the map. I go, no, but I got a job in TV, Dad. And so he goes, all right, well, let's pack the car. And that's what we did. And, you know, my dad taught my brother not to be very independent after my mother died. And uh, and so, um, you know, we were. And we packed up the car, and I moved to West Virginia. I'd never, 
I didn't even know how to spell Virginia, I don't think. But, uh, you know, but went there and, and uh, went and tried. Well, so. I have a lot of respect for you for, for doing that because most people are afraid to grow or, or, or roll the dice. But life's about rolling the dice. Oh, completely. I, I lived on a, I lived above a furniture store in a studio apartment on Main Street. Uh, Main Street. And, um, and our television station was located in a bowling alley. So, uh, you know, and on the weekends I taught aerobics to make extra money and shot football games. And I know nothing about football. I'll admit that. And, um, you know, they said, well, you don't need to know anything about football. Just follow the ball. And I said, is it really that easy? Well, just follow the ball. Well, it's not that easy, actually, because if you don't know, if you don't know where the ball is going, it's hard to follow it. But I did my best. And so for 25 extra dollars a weekend, I shot football. <laughs> so I ha- I've had some uh, crazy jobs and some fun things. Yeah, but you know, it all it all paid off in the end, and and that then I think that's what I wanted to extract from you, is is uh, what you had to go through. You know, no one handed anything to you on a silver platter. No, and I don't think uh, I think even if you do get handed things on a silver platter, uh, if you don't if you don't have your come up of like you don't you don't learn and you don't make those mistakes, um, it doesn't work. I just don't think it works. Yeah. And um, I think that, you know, I, I always was told, like, you don't make your mistakes in the number one market, number two, three markets. Make your mistakes where not a lot of people are seeing them, but enough people are seeing them so you learn. Mm. And so that's what I always, you know, I, I realized I needed to do. So when I finished school in, uh, in Tampa, I, um, I uh, started, you know, started looking for jobs because I had the job in radio and, um, and found the one, at, you know, in Oak Hill, West Virginia. And been still in touch with some of the with the very first person that hired me there. Actually, he's now a news director and uh, in Tennessee. But um, you know, you keep those contacts through the years, and yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like a lifetime ago, but it was pretty cool. No, yeah, well, for you, it's a lifetime ago because you're doing five, ten things at a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just getting really, really old. No, what are you kidding yeah, me? It, it is a, it is a, it feels like a lifetime ago, but. Um, yeah, I just kept saying yes. I think, you know, somebody told me one time, uh, you know, when I was looking around to do the reality show, she said to me, just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. And I said, what does that mean? She said, just keep showing up. Say yes and keep showing up. And I said, all right, I don't know what that means. So I was showing up for any and everything, but it worked. You know, and I really I do believe in that. Things don't come to you. They don't come knocking on door. They don't come find you. Uh, I think you have to show up and, and be interested and, and have an awareness and curiosity. And, uh, you know, I think it, it'll happen. Yeah, well, I really do believe in that. Well, you got to show up. If you don't dance, then uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to be a wallflower? Yeah, sit, exactly. Sit down. As you said, life is, you go around once. Yep. You know. Yeah, there's no question. My mom died when she was uh, 51 years old of breast cancer. And, um, you know, I know that she wanted to do a lot of things uh-huh. that she never got to do. And um, so, anyway, I try to, you know, always remember that because that was a real pivotal point in my life. And, and you mentioned it a couple of times, and, and I apologize. Yeah. I was going to give you my oh, no, condolences no. because, no, you know, because no. yeah, I, 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 I do empathize with you, you know, when you lose, you know, uh, an integral part of your family, a, a parent at a young age, it, it really impacts your life, and it forces you to be stronger. Or, yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I think whether it's a, through divorce or death or, you know, or whatever it is, I think it, you know, it makes you grow up a lot faster, and... Uh, and um, I think I lived my life a little bit backwards. You know, I uh, I wound up uh, going. You know, uh, I was taking care of my mom when I was in college, so I never I didn't go out and party and you know get crazy like all the other kids did because I didn't have time to do it because I was studying and taking care of her. Uh-huh. So I, I always say like, oh, wow, I was living backwards. I was like, I don't think I had my first drink when I was like 26. So you know, it's just it's just kind of the way it works. But um, you know, my time with her was, was very important, and I, and I, you know, I think that she'd be pretty proud. And so, uh, you know, I've got a good, you know, brother and father, and my dad is still alive, and so it's nice, you know. So he's he's here, and uh, you know, it all works out. And you said you you think that she would be proud. I think she would be beyond <laughs> proud. I think she'd be ecstatic. Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm, you're you're so sweet. Thank you so much. Well, it's true. I mean, I, I again, in, in your situation, knowing your story and knowing what you've done and what you're going to continue to do, you know, your, your future is only getting brighter. I hope so. And you're, you're very kind to say it. So, well, I mean, uh, this is what I see, <laughs> but this is, this is what I see. 
And I may be a psychic. I don't know. But, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I see. And, you know, and, and everything, and, and when I see someone and that uh, comes from nothing and they build up on their own to do what they need to do, it stems from their upbringing, uh, parents. Uh, that's someone in your life that kind of schooled you early on on this is what you need to do to get what you want. Yeah, no, there's no question whatsoever. I mean, I think that um, it's, it's so important. I mean, I think that's, again, why I, I um, think it's important to keep giving back because uh-huh. I, you, everything comes from somewhere. You know, if you do not have that, if you don't have somebody, whether it's a parent or a, a brother or an aunt or, a, or just, a, you know, an interested person in your life, I just don't know how you get to the next level because, you know, we can't. We can't all make them. We can't always make our own mistakes. Like we just learn from somebody else's. Uh-huh. To, how much time would we waste if we all had to make our own mistakes? So, um, so you know, I've learned a lot of mine from somebody else's mistakes and tried to avoid them along the way. And um, and I realized that you know, I was at a um, actually a award ceremony yesterday, and one of the speakers said like, no matter what you do, no matter how busy you get, no matter how you know how important you think you are, you've always got to read. And you've always got to pay attention and grow. And I, I agree with that. Like, I, I think that that is a, a big part of life. You don't have somebody to talk about every day, and you're not, you know, reading and getting involved and being there. And, and you know, that's, I think, what got me to the next level and next level because I was constantly curious. I mean, I, my, I, I look like a, a crazy person, but, you know, by my bedside I have a self-help book, a diet book, a jewelry book, a handbag line book, a, a news book. <laughs> you know, but, but I'm interested in a lot of things, and I don't make apologies for it anymore. I think it's just okay. Well, you're educating yourself on what's around you, you know, uh, and anyone that doesn't do that is not too, you know, uh, interested in their future. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, we don't know, you know, we don't ever know what anything, what anything holds, and so I think you always have to be prepared for the next, the next step. Yeah, I mean, look, I do the same thing. You know, if I'm interested in doing something, or if I am doing something, I'll read. I'll yeah. buy books and... Stuff that I probably won't read in in, in three years, but I just I've got them all. I look at myself sometimes, and I'm like, I was going to play the guitar, so <laughs> but apparently at some point that came to me, and I bought a book about it. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. So it's always a lot of fun. Now you said you um, and going back, you lost your mom uh, at an early age, um, and uh, based on that. You're actually involved in some charitable charitable work as well. Yeah, I am. I um yeah. I do a lot with Susan G. Komen. Uh-huh. That was a it was a big part of my life when I was in Philadelphia. I worked with the race to the cure, and I have the, the race every year. And um, that was you know super special to me. And I also headed up the Pink Tie Gala every year. Uh, now I do a lot of different charities. Breast cancer is always one of them. But with the line that Shannon and I have, the Shannon Jewelry line. We give a portion of all proceeds to different charities. So we work with animal charities, with um, with breast cancer charities. In fact, we named one of the necklaces after my mom. It's called the uh, Libby Love Necklace. And so a, por- a portion of those charities are going to uh, to breast cancer. Oh, so nice. that you know that's important, and I think to give back is essential no matter what. So I I do a lot of events uh, during the week, whether it's for kids or whatever it is, or you know, I can at least lend a voice or MC something or host something um, because, you know, I mean, if I'm not doing it, you know, why not? I enjoy it. You know, I, I was at the uh, SPCA in Monmouth County on Saturday and met some amazing people, really amazing people. So uh, I think that I get as much out of it as I get. So. But in doing that stuff, it's not about getting publicity. It's not about, you know, I mean, you're, you're doing a selfless act. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes the cameras are there. This particular weekend was a Saturday night. That, you know, we didn't have any cameras there. It was, it was about the animals. It was about the people who, had, you know, put the together. together. Um, and, yeah, I think that's, yeah, I don't think you do it to see, you know, how, how many times you're going to get your picture snapped. I think you do it because it's the right thing to do. And if the cameras are involved, it only helps the, the, the charity. Sure, it helps further the cause. And they're always, you know, obviously always happy to have that. Um, because it gives a voice to something that might not have had a voice before. And so, that, you know, that's really, I think, why um, I really got into news in the beginning. I, you know, I do enjoy telling stories, but I also think I saw so many people that didn't have any kind of outlet, which is what kind of moved me toward investigative reporting. They didn't have an outlet. They didn't have somebody to, to tell about the leak in the roof or uh-huh. the, 
you know, the person that had scanned the amount of money. And so to be able to do that, and at the end of the night go, wow, I got, you know, I got this family of six who had nothing, their heaters turned back on, or, or whatever it is, it's a good feeling. You know, it's not, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, not a lot of jobs like that. I know, and, that's uh, true. And it's very human. Well, that's very true. Human. But you have, uh, you know, in, in order to, uh, to do things like that, you have to have it in you to want to do it, which you do. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy people. I, um, you know, I can't get enough of them, actually. They could probably get enough of me, but I can't get enough of them. So. <laughs> well, I don't think that's true. Out. I don't think out. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I, I think that you know people embrace you, especially the the the, uh, the people in New York. They they embrace you. Uh, Thanks, they're fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but again, I, I see you on TV and I see how much fun you have, and that radiates. You know, um, yeah, I do have a good time. I really have a good time. I have a great job. I have a fun job, and I'm very lucky. And I, um, you know, I don't, I don't forget that. Even at two fifteen in the morning, some mornings, I don't forget that. Yeah, that's wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm up at four, two fifteen. Yeah, that that's me. I know. If I guess if I went out the night before, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> but you don't, you don't have that luxury. <laughs> I don't. You know, I try to go out. Um, do the charity stuff, and then I try to just get back at a good time. Like tonight, I'm actually going to go to bed early after we get off the phone, if you can believe it or not. I'm going to go to bed early. Oh, look at you time. being a good girl. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm behaved tonight. I, uh, I went to my doctor today just for my, like, checkup, and he's like, how many hours of sleep do you think you get? And I go, four. And he goes, do you think that's good? And I said, uh, I don't know. I wasn't thinking if it was good or bad. Just you asked me, you know, you asked me a question, I gave you an answer. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, that's bad. I said, all right. I saw you know, like six, and he goes, eight, eight hours of sleep. And I said, well, that's never happening. So we can just kind of find some kind of way to negotiate that down. Eight hours of sleep. What are you? What are you? Ten? <laughs> I, like, I said, what is, when is that happening? You're not growing any anymore, yeah. so. I said, I'm all done growing, doctor. <laughs> that's a doc. I'm done growing. Oh my God, too funny. Now, uh, Tamson, uh, why don't you? I mean, again, you're. Your your background, your story, your journey, amazing. Uh, and I, I and honestly, if we could stay stay on the phone for hours, we can continue to talk, and we we wouldn't reach an end in all the things that you've done or what you're looking to do. Okay. Oh, thank you. But I and I, I know that you're taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to do the show, and I appreciate that. Uh, oh, well, thanks for having me on. No, no, no problem. Well, well can you tell me, uh, tell us, uh, our, our listeners, real quick, you know, where, where where are you going from here? You know what? I don't know. I have to figure that out at this point. I, um, I'm really interested in doing a lifestyle brand. I'd like to, you know, make that a little more national, whether we were able to, you know, get that on HSN or CBC, that would be really great. And I, I think I really want to do something that empowers uh, women, but you know, starts at the base where where girls are. And um, I think that that's important to me. I don't, you know, don't have children of my own, and so I feel like um, giving to those girls would, um, you know, kind of complete the cycle of what was given to me. Yeah. So I'd like to, you know, I'd like to do my lifestyle line and uh, and go from there. And whether that you know puts me into the style genre or. Or whatever it is, I would not mind that. So maybe, uh, maybe if I can combine TV and style together, it would work. So that's what I'm sort of looking at doing. Well, I think you're on the path of doing that, you know, because uh, okay. you know how to put it together without a doubt. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I'm trying to get into the production side of things, and so um, you know that'll be fun to not only be in, you know do the front of the camera stuff, but also do a little bit of stuff behind. We'll see what happens. Well, I think that you have uh, again, as I, as I said earlier, you have a bright future ahead of you, and. And I just look forward to seeing, you know, great, really great and greater things from you as uh, the months and years go by. Because uh, I don't think that we're getting rid of you anytime in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for keeping me around. I'll try not to disappoint. Yeah, well, you're not going to disappoint. Uh, why don't you let our uh, listeners know how they can find out more about you, how they can follow you and follow your career as uh, things just get better and better and better. Oh, thanks. Um, you know, com is a website I put together, and I'm going to try to blog a little bit better, but I'm on Facebook as Tamson Fidel or Twitter as Fidel. So you can hit me on any of those, and the jewelry line is uh, Shamson Jewelry, S-H-A-N-S-E-N Jewelry, and, um, you know, everything kind of links back and forth to itself. I'm, I'm everywhere, and, and I respond, too, as much as possible. 
So as, as much as I see as I see the thing, sometimes emails slip me by when I'm half asleep. But uh, for most of the time, I try to I try to respond. Anyway. Uh, well, when you get up at two fifteen in the morning, yeah, you you'll be half asleep. Time, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank God for Red Bull or Five Hour Energy or whatever. <laughs> You have going Lightning. That's my new drink of choice. <laughs> Lightning. Oh my God. And yeah. uh, and and if anyone wanted to order jewelry, they can order it from the site. Yeah, ShansonJewelry.com. Yeah, ShansonJewelry.com and TamsonFidel.com. Uh, find out more about Tamson and you know follow her career because she, uh, again, her future is going to get better and better. I, I'm I'm honored to have the opportunity to have you on the show now, Tamson, because I know I'm not going to be able to touch you in the next few years. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, you're going to say... Thank God's ears. Yeah, you're going to say, Lou, who, what? No, no. Oh, I won't forget Lou. I'll go, Lou, we spent that night together, that Tuesday night. <laughs> there, Tuesday. Tuesday, see? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> too funny, too funny. Tamson, thank you so much. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, down the road we can have you back on and get an update with uh, your what's going on with you. Anytime. Great. Thank you so much. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.